It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Alec trying to steer around, picked off, centered, they score! Back over to Manny, splits the defense, his shot, he scores! Back in his own end there was Shillington, on collision, VL, centering feed, they score! This is CUDA Confidential, the official podcast of the San Jose Sharks AHL affiliate, the San Jose Barracuda. Here are your hosts, Nick Nolenberger and Joey Goldstein. Hello and welcome to another edition of CUDA Confidential, the official podcast of the San Jose Barracuda, AHL affiliate of the NHL San Jose Sharks. I'm your host, Nick Nolenberger. Today's podcast and all CUDA Confidential podcasts are going to be a little bit different moving forward. As you may be aware or may not be, Joey Goldstein, who's been with the club since it moved from Worcester prior to the 2015-16 season and has been my co-host here, when we began recording a couple seasons back, is no longer with the organization. Originally running the team's community department before taking over full-time marketing responsibilities, Joey worked tirelessly to promote the team and his passion for what he did was beyond evident. I can't thank Joey enough for welcoming me when I first arrived following the organization's first season. I am proud to say we built a tremendous working relationship and friendship. There's no question Joey will be back working in sports again in the very, very near future. As we send Joey off, we'll throw it back to an interview both himself and I did with forward Evan Weinger following the announcement that Weinger would be heading to Finland until the American Hockey League season resumed. Here's that interview. We welcome in Evan, who is currently out in Finland. He has since been loaned to TPS in the Finnish Elite League. He'll be with that team leading into training camp. So uh, we were just talking offhand for a moment. So as the Sharks begin their training camp, it's scheduled tentatively to mid-November. If that is where it ends up starting, then Evan will come back and rejoin the group. But for now, he's joining his new teammates out in Finland, getting quarantined right now in the middle of quarantine, but you have passed your COVID-19 test, so you no longer have to wear a mask. So I'm sure things are a little bit easier for you, but you said you're just trying to fill time at this point as you, you wait for quarantine to end. But how are you, man? Good to see you, and thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I mean, uh, passed the test now, and I don't have to wear a mask, so everything kind of seems somewhat normal out here. So that's pretty nice, but I don't know, just trying to get used to things, going to the grocery store is kind of weird seeing everything in just a different language i'm google translating everything so this everything's a little weird but i'm trying to get used to it but it's been nice so far so walk us through how that transpired excuse me how, how that situation came to be i know the sharks they have a connection you know with the finnish league they've had a lot of players who've played in that league and, and come over um, they've had players, and currently uh, one of their draft picks is going to be on the roster with you too that we'll go over in a moment. But how did that come to be? I'm sure your agent uh, was talking with the Sharks and just trying to find a situation that would work best. But how did that come to be? How, how did he end up being loaned out to uh, you know TPS in the finish league? Agent called me one day. We were discussing options about what's going on for next season. And like I asked him, like, what's going on? Like, what's going to happen? Like, how late are we going to start? 
and you brought up so like what are you um what are your thoughts on going to go play in uh in finland and didn't really think about it and so i don't know i thought about it for like a couple weeks my family and my girlfriend talked about it for a little bit and they thought it was a good idea they thought it would be a good idea for me to go out there get some games in get a get a camp get some practices and touch the ice because haven't haven't been really skating that much at all in la since everything is pretty shut down so this would be good for me coming into training camp trying to get a head start and um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That was like the main goal. And I thought it was a great idea and it'd be a pretty cool experience to see some different type of hockey and playing on a bigger sheet and just seeing all that. So I thought it'd be really fun. I, I want to talk about just re-signing in, in San Jose. What was that? What was it like to, you know, sign that contract? Was it a relief for you? Was it, was your mind always set on coming back to San Jose? Like what, what was that, uh, process like for you not really sure i mean it was just a couple options whatever available and i thought that coming back to san jose would have been the best option for me personally to play and um to ultimately main goal is to play in the national hockey league one day so i thought out of all the options i thought this one would be the best one for me to eventually make the move up to the sharks if the chance comes and if i perform well i thought that was my biggest um, biggest reason why i wanted to come back i don't know if you've been able to have that type of communication you would in a normal off season but i don't know if it's been translated through your agent but what are a few things that you feel like the sharks as an organization feel like you need to continue to improve in your game as you mentioned to start knocking at the door to the nhl you've made gradual improvement from year one to two clearly you have credible speed that you know can translate to the nhl but what part of your game do you feel like you need to improve? And what is the, what is the organization telling you to make that next leap? Um, well, obviously, I mean, keep on using my speed, but mostly not getting rid of the puck so fast. I feel like I need to have more poise with the puck, hold on to it a little longer and not, and not be so quick to make just throwing it away. Hold on a little longer, make plays and doing those types of things. I mean, and using my speed to beat guys wide and all that, but those are, I feel like those are the main things that they want they want to see from me, not just just holding on and be more poised with the puck. You had mentioned, you know, when you were in LA, there's with the virus situation, a lot of things aren't open. You can't go to gyms and the rinks aren't open. What kind of things were you doing to stay in hockey shape? Like we know we've talked to guys and there's guys who are doing a lot of rollerblading and, and just running and biking. What kind of things were you doing to stay in shape? Well, um, I got, I was pretty lucky. Uh, my um, trainer is um, like a, like a chiropractor, like sports, like physician. He, he's, technically supposed to be open because he's a doctor he has like a whole like facility over there and a couple nhl players go train there so he's been open all off season so i was lucky enough to be able to train there and pretty much got a normal off season training and besides just the limited amount of skating i was able to get i pretty much i got the normal amount of off season training so i feel great right now and feel healthy and i just I'm just ready to get going. You mentioned not being able to skate a ton. What type of physical workouts are you able to do? What type of stuff physically are you able to do away from the ice that can translate, do you feel, to on-ice performance? I don't think much, to be honest. There's no, I mean, there's not, you can run and bike as much as you want, but once you hit back on the ice for the first time, it's really nothing you can compare like with the, fit, like the fatigue you feel in your legs and all that. So, I mean, there's really not much you can do. I mean, rollerblading, yeah, but like, this is just something about skating. It's just, you just can't replicate it. And there's can't really do much about it to get better on the ice you got to be able to skate and do all that stuff 
I mean, you can shoot pucks and do all that, but like it all comes from the legs. So that's pretty much the main thing. You just got to be able to skate in order to keep that, keep the endurance in your legs going. So you're out in Finland now, quarantined for a bit. Have you had a chance to meet really any teammates at all? Maybe a couple guys? Or you know, when are you going to be able to start meeting teammates? What does that look like? I've met two. One was actually on my flight over. I didn't really know until one of the guy texted me. Uh, one of the, um, the Finnish guys texted me saying, hey, um, one of the players is on your flight. If you can take a taxi to the apartment complex, you can do that. And that's how we met the first time. <laughs> and um, I met another guy. He's actually from California, Austin Ortega. Played for the goals for a little bit and played in the coast and now played a couple of years in uh, Germany. But we have met him during like COVID testing. Other than that, haven't been doing much. A lot of, a lot of walking, a lot of push-ups and sit-ups and air squats that's pretty much all I've been doing nothing crazy it's just have to battle through these two weeks and once those two weeks are done pretty much get going again Timor Eber Jimov who was a draft pick of the Sharks just a couple years ago is going to be one of your teammates I don't know if you've been able to talk to him much and, and was that brought up to you that he would be on your team so you've got a bit of a San Jose connection that was brought up a little bit I obviously I've never met the I don't know if he was at development camp or anything like that I'm not really too sure but yeah, I've heard he was on the team. I heard there's a couple of Sharks connections with um, one of the scouts over here. So that was the main thing that they said they're going to keep a close eye on me. I'll be working with them daily. So that was another big reason why I wanted to come over here. Plus just to get, just to get playing again. It was a long off season. We were done in March. So this the earliest I've been done since minor hockey. Just just wanted to get going again. Just tired of sitting at home and really doing nothing. Was it a, a relief for you when you you know you're on that flight over and you get there and you're going through the COVID testing and you've got guys who are you know from the states who speak English? Was it a bit of a relief to have that going in, knowing you you've got somebody you know you can fall back on who speaks the language and you're not just really out there in the middle of nowhere not knowing how to communicate with people? Well, that was one of the main things I asked um, Doug Jr. about, do they even speak English out here? And he was like, they, they speak English, but he said there was a couple of North Americans coming and one from California. So big relief. And, you know, it's just it's nice to know like people that are from North America and that you can relate to. And, you know, especially a guy from California that played minor hockey out there. So it's nice and just feel a little relieved. That's all. We often ask players who come over from Europe to the States about the adjustment with the condensed ice. You're going to go the other way. You're going over to Europe. You're going to have more space, more real estate, probably fits your game since you are a speed guy. But are you looking forward to having a little bit more time? And you talked about improving I guess your puck protection, holding onto the puck a little bit longer. Do you see that as an opportunity to evolve that part of your game too, having that maybe that half a second longer to, to think through a play and make an adjustment and then be able to execute? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I obviously have never really experienced it with the bigger ice, so I'm curious to see how it's going to work out, but I'm really excited to see what's going to happen and hopefully it helps me develop my game even more when I come back, make a really good impression during training camp and show the people that I've improved a lot. What's it like out there right now? I mean, obviously we know here with the virus right now, things are, are pretty out of control and they're still pretty serious, but we know we watch the news and hear some of these European countries are kind of slowly coming around. What are things like in Finland as it relates to this COVID situation? Everything looks pretty normal. I mean, no one's wearing like masks. I mean, I'm going to the grocery store. I wore a mask the 
when I went to the grocery store the, my second night, second or first night that I just needed food, um, I was I was the only one in there wearing masks and I just was getting looks. Just, what is this guy doing? Like, this is not really mandated here. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of a relief now. I test I was tested negative, so I, I don't have to wear the mask anymore. Now, everything's pretty much normal over here. I mean, obviously, like, try not to go in, like, high-populated areas. Other than that, like, seems pretty normal. You're in your apartment, so they, they've set you up with an apartment. Give us an idea people can't see but the uh, the digs that you're in, you know, wh- where you live in, what's the setup? What type of neighborhood are you in? You know, what's that whole situation like for you? You know, it's pretty funny. Uh, this uh, my apartment complex used to be an old prison, so <laughs> so um, it kind of freaked me out a little bit at the start. Maybe I was gonna hear like weird noises at night, but it hasn't been too different so far. I mean, everything just seems a little bit smaller. Like the refrigerators are smaller, like the dishwasher and all that. But like the washer and dryer is just one which is, I thought is pretty interesting. Haven't used it yet. I don't know. I don't want to mess up all my clothes. It's like an all in one machine. Yeah. It's like one machine. It's interesting. I, I don't know. I'm just kind of scared to use it. Um, getting, uh, trying to figure out to use the oven was a little different. They don't have like letters or they have like symbols on it. I don't know. I, I honestly have no idea. I'm just trying, I'm slowly figuring things out. Just a lot of Google Translate though. It's been, that's been saving me pretty much the whole time I've been here. I, I do know for a fact the washer dryer combo, it's not strictly in Europe. We, I, I was looking at apartments this summer and one of the places looked at had that in one of the apartments. So I have seen those. I, I was, my mind was blown a little bit too. You mentioned going to the grocery store, trying to cook. You're using Google Translator. Are you going up? looking at labels and, and almost translating what exact food item you're looking at? I have an idea. I mean, I went like to buy like ground beef or something like that. And like it had like a picture of a cow on it. So I, it was pretty easy doing that. Bought like some almond milk and like some seasonings and all that. But they have um, like a food delivery app or website or grocery store delivery. I don't know. But I had like a bunch of waters delivered because I don't have a car right now. And I just look ridiculous walking a mile and a half to go to the grocery store, carrying my groceries all the way back walking up hills and all that so I just look ridiculous doing that but no um, my girlfriend's actually been a huge help with trying to figure out all that stuff and there's um food delivery called like Foodora been doing that a couple times going to the grocery store yeah the iPhone has like a Google Translate but has like a picture like a you can just scan it like through your phone so you can it just like so you like show it on like um like a jar of glass of, or container of milk and it just says like everything in it. So it just translates it for you, which is really nice and really helpful. I wouldn't know what to do if I didn't have that. How many, how many days have you been out there? I got out here last Wednesday, a little less than a week. So you haven't probably too soon to start picking up some finished phrases, I assume. Oh God, no. I, I honestly haven't really been in contact with too many people. I, they really much said just like go to the grocery store either early in the morning or late at night and just stay away from high populated areas. So it's like, that's what I've been doing. So I haven't really been um, in contact with too many people, just the, the clerk at the grocery store, but hi and hey are the same thing in English and Finnish. So it's easy. <laughs> I got to ask you, have you done any research kind of on the, the history of the team? Are you familiar with some of their alumni? I know there's some guys, uh, Miko Rantan, the guy who comes to mind mm-hmm. who has played there. Did you look at any of the history and some of the guys who have come before you and you know have come over to the States and had 
NHL success? Yeah, um, uh, Ristolainen played here. Um, Capo Caco came out of here. So a bunch of big name players. They, I think they have the most wins or uh, the most championships in entire Liga history. So which is really impressive. So I've done a little bit of research, but I don't know how they run like their training camps and all that. So I'm really curious to see what's going to go on when I'm able to get back on the ice and plus being in quarantine for two weeks. So that first skate's going to be it's going to be pretty tough. But you know what? It, it is what it is. I don't know. I'm just excited to get back out there. Nick and I talked at the beginning about, you know, the NHL being back with the playoffs and everything. Have you had a chance to catch up on any of these games? What have you liked so far? What do you think of the environment with no fans and what they've done with the arenas and everything? You know what? I tried uh, downloading the NHL app and watching it through that, but everything's blacked out over here. So can't really watch this. I've only watched like the highlights and stuff like that, but it just looks weird without any fans. Everything looks a little different, but the speed looks good. The plays are looks great so I mean nothing looks really different other than like just no fans in the stands but like everyone's watching so it's I mean it's really not much too much of a difference could you imagine playing games at this point in the year I mean we're, we're almost to the end of summer it's hot out um, it's not necessarily hockey weather could you imagine jumping straight into a, a playoff run like that at this time of the year oh no that'd be that'd be really weird I mean right now everyone's pretty much trying to get ready for training camp not playing high intensity play playoff hockey and playing for the Stanley Cup. So, no, it's a little weird, but you know what? I mean, it's fun for the fans to watch. I mean, it's nice to have sports back and all that. And you know what? It's just fun to... It's fun to see. Like, were there other teams in Finland in the mix aside from TPS that you were, were weighing as options, or was this really the, the only this, one? No this, on? this, no, this was the only team um, the Sharks pretty much affiliated with so this is like the only team um they set me up with and this what and I and I agreed with them. So I gotta ask you, you said you don't really know what to expect when it comes to training camp. You are gonna get a leg up though on probably everybody else who's going to be at the Sharks training camp whenever that happens because you have been will have been playing games. But when does training camp start for you? Um, do you know the length of time that it'll it'll go? And then when does when do games start? When do you guys start kicking off play um, out in Finland? To be honest, I have no idea. I know they started last Monday and they had like their fitness testing today and camp all the rest of this week and next week. So I won't be able to even start till next week. But since I tested negative, they're going to try to get me get a couple of us clear to skate on our own at, at the rink, but just by ourselves, not with the team yet, because it's just by law that we have to have a two-week quarantine. So that's pretty much it. But I have no, beyond the first three weeks, I don't know what's going on after this. So I'm pretty, we're pretty much just waiting. Being able to get in shape, in game shape, going into the Sharks training camp, was that an intriguing thing for you? Because everybody's off, because everybody's kind of in limbo on when they can get back on the ice. Was that the motivation and all the motivation you needed, you know, go overseas and, and do what you're currently doing? Oh yeah, 100%. I mean, obviously I still had to think about the whole decision because moving halfway across the world. I mean, it's just a whole different mindset and everything. And just, just gotta be, I feel like mentally tough in order to leave your family. Never really left the West coast crossing the Atlantic and out. my girlfriend was supposed to come with me, but wasn't allowed to come. So I'm over here by myself. And yeah, but like ultimately the main goal was to get a head start on most of the players in training camp and try to make a really good impression coming out of it and hopefully um, work for an NHL contract out of that. And that was our, the biggest goal for me. And, and just thought, thought it was a brilliant idea just to come over here and just get a head start. Sure. We'll have to, you know, as we get going here, once, once your season picks up, we'll have to figure out how fans can can follow along and, and track how your progress is going and how we can kind of share and, and let people know. 
I'm sure you have no idea how uh, how people can do that. But uh, as soon as we can uh, share that news, to everybody, we're we're definitely going to do that. Sounds good. Yeah. I mean, if I if I knew, I would let you guys know. But honestly, I have no idea what's how everything works out here. So I'm pretty much going day by day at this point. So I'm just just pretty much just hanging in there doing pretty much nothing. Well, man, we appreciate it. Thanks again for hopping on. Congrats on the, the contract extension. I know we're excited to have you for another season. I'm excited to see, you know, where you can continue to take your game because you made some big leaps in year two. And I think there's a lot more room, you know, at your ceiling to uh, to improve. So I'm excited to see where you can take your game. Excited uh, to see what uh, you got to say about your experience in Finland, too, when we, we catch up with you during training camp. In the meantime, stay safe and uh, best of luck. And you, too, and thank you. Really appreciate it. So thank you very much to Evan Weiger again for joining us from his apartment in Finland. And thank you again to Joey Goldstein. We'll miss you, buddy. Now let's shift gears. The qualifying rounds in the NHL are officially over. We counted eight former Barracuda players within bubbles for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Five of those players had their bubbles burst, but three still remain. Barkley Goodrell, the Tampa Bay Lightning, Ryan Carpenter of the Chicago Blackhawks, and Buddy Robinson of the Calgary Flames. Goodrell and company will kick off its round one series in a rematch against the Columbus Blue Jackets Ryan Carpenter will take on the Vegas Gold Knights, his former club, after departing San Jose a couple years back. And Buddy Robinson, a member of the Calgary Flames, did not make it into game action during the qualifying round as his club will take on the Dallas Stars. In the West, Vegas will take on Chicago, Colorado will take on Arizona, Dallas versus Calgary, and St. Louis versus Vancouver within the Edmonton bubble. In the East, Philly, they've got Montreal. Tampa Bay has Columbus in a rematch of last year's epic sweep by the Blue Jackets. Washington will take on the New York Islanders as Barry Trotz will collide with his former club. And the Boston Bruins will go head-to-head against the Carolina Hurricanes. In other news, following the conclusion of the qualifying round, the New York Rangers won the NHL's draft lottery and will pick first following the Stanley Cup playoffs and are expected to take the consensus number one overall pick, Alexi Lafreniere, out of the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. So the top 10 picks in the upcoming draft are as such. Rangers pick one, LA Kings pick two, Ottawa Senators pick three via the Sharks, the Red Wings will pick four, the Senators' second first-round pick will be fifth overall, Anaheim will pick sixth, New Jersey will pick seventh, Buffalo eighth, Minnesota ninth, and Winnipeg tenth. Before we sign off for the week, we'd like to send our heartfelt condolences to the family of former Worcester Shark defenseman Adam Comrie, who died just the other day in a motorcycle accident while visiting his mom in Virginia. Comrie was currently playing pro hockey overseas and spent the 2012 through 14 seasons as a member of the Worcester Sharks. Rest in peace, Adam. A reminder, we're still on a bi-weekly schedule, so we'll talk to everybody in two weeks. Until then, stay safe. Enjoy the hockey and go Barracuda. 